another edition of Hippo Break, where we have long-form conversations, hippo-sized conversations, with hippo-sized brains. My guest today is a person who's deeply passionate about financial education, building content and community. So, Karthik, a welcome to Hippo Brain, Karthik. Thank you so much, Rajit. Thank you so much. Uh, and, it's, uh, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you very much for your time. And Jamit, over to you. Yes, thanks, Rajesh. I'm pretty much uh, extremely happy and enthusiastic that Karthik is with us. Now, I'll just give you a little bit of a background over here. Is that Karthik and me were on other sides of the fence and uh, we were practically at war with each other, but we never met. He was at zero, then I was with a private, uh, with a publicly listed broking house. And uh, I got my backside whipped by, <laughs> by the kind of work that these guys put in. And I've been a fan ever since. I've been following them for five, six years now. And I'm looking at them. They seem to be extremely interested in what the consumer really wants, extremely interested in trying to understand how do we try and solve for a consumer. And one of the things that I've been trying to champion for last, I don't know, 10 odd years was the ability to give good, relevant content. When I saw Zeroda, I saw Zeroda's content and the amount of stuff that they put in as one of the key pillars. If I dare say, if you talk about really cheap or free brokerage, if you talk about good UI UX, if you talk about all the stuff that they do, the ease and the simplicity, to my mind, content stands there and is a shining example of how it stands as one more pillar for you to give your services to your customers. Let me tell you some of the stats, which are absolutely astounding. The portal that he has set up gets 85 to 90,000 page views a day. Uh, the app that Karthik Rangappa runs has over a million downloads. Uh, there are 100,000 queries which have been answered by Karthik, his team, and the community. And it's, it's phenomenal. I mean, this kind of content building is unprecedented uh, in India. And it's one of the big reasons for Zerodha's success. And the man behind it, I managed to chase down through different content, uh, through different contacts. And we have with us Kartik Rangappa. Today, for some of you, you may realize it's going to be a fanboy moment for me, but I'm not going to leave Kartik till I understand a lot more secrets behind the way he's managed to turn Zerodha's 10 years back, a dodgy old site into a vibrant community to understand a lot of stuff. In fact, when we used to hire people, I used to tell them, you want to understand something, just understand the stock market, go to Zerodha, understand the entire varsity section, and then come to me and then we'll discuss what we have to do. Welcome to our show, Karthik. And I would want to start with the very first question. Content in financial services was bharke. People used to give. People used to give lots and lots of content. It was good for SEO. I used to do it. Everybody used to do it. But the way you guys did it in a simple, long format content, almost like a university. Varsity is the right name for it. How did you chance upon this? And why this kind of content for something as boring as stockbroking? Yeah. Uh, first of all, thank you so much for uh, you know the uh, generous introduction, uh, Jamie. So, and uh, sincere apologies for putting you through that spot. It was unintended, <laughs> right? Uh, so, but yeah, so, uh, so yeah, uh, coming back to your query uh, question. So there were two things, Sajamit, when, when we decided to set up Varsity, right? So um, the first thing that we uh, thought about was uh, where is the content available, right? Now, content was, uh, like you mentioned, was abundantly available. But the only problem uh, with the content that was available back then was it was all scattered, right? Uh, so uh, if you, let's say, for example, you wanted to study about uh, futures trading. So there would be one article which would uh, talk to you about what is futures on, on a particular site. Then you would have to, you know, search your way through on the internet to find uh, another spot, another you know uh, uh, website where you had to find out how futures were settled, right? And and everyone were trying to you know cater to the attention span of the uh, user, 
right? You want content to be delivered in within a two minute read, within a two minute video. But unfortunately, uh, you know, uh, topics related to finance, uh, complex topics, especially like futures, options, fundamental analysis, it cannot be compressed within two minutes. There is a certain amount of information the user needs to know and he needs to know. Only when he does that, you would consider that his knowledge is uh, from zero to let's say uh, uh, 0.6 on a scale of 10, right? So uh, he will go to 10 only on uh, actually experimenting uh, whatever he's learned uh, you know, in the market. But as far as content goes, that's how much you can scale, right? And this has to be done in a long form uh, format, right? When you're trying to, for example, imagine if you were to try uh, teaching a person how to do a surgery, in a two-minute video, would that would that make sense? Absolutely not. So, uh, so th that was the thought behind, and uh, we were keen on doing. Uh, you know, uh, we didn't know what form this would take—long form, short form. We never thought about the form. Uh, the only thing that we thought about was uh, how do we, uh, you know, convey all these things in a meaningful way, uh, irrespective of the size it would, uh, you know, uh, uh, take up. So. It so happened that uh, almost all the articles are long form articles and and I think uh, that makes sense uh, you know because because you can do a lot more with when space is not really a constraint but uh, Karthik, um, this you're right it goes against the grain of everything anybody would have spoken about on content yeah. saying that it has to be short it has to be pithy it has to deliver the message and people are in an def attention deficit world True. your experiences are completely opposite to this people have been able to read a lot of this if i as a competitor i used to track the amount of time spent on your website as a metric was significantly True. to my mind 10 times greater than most others yeah. what do you think actually happened and what were the challenges in this because long form is still not easy True. Like we've been realizing with HippoBrain, we also believe that one hour is long. People come back and say, wow, that's a lot of content you're putting out. But it's not easy. People still want shorter. How do you balance this? I think, uh, you know, what really helps from my experience is the moment you start, uh, you know, talking about things in a very layman form, right? So you need to at least we made the assumption that the guy who's reading has uh, zero information on what he's reading. And this is the first time he's you know, exposed to a topic like this. So when you start with a you know, clean state like that, every line that you write, if it is trying to you know, convey meaningful information, that keeps a person engaged, right? So every, every paragraph that he would read, uh, he should feel, okay, wow, well, I've learned this. I didn't know this, so this is interesting. What next, right? So if you if you write if you uh, create content keeping such a perspective in uh, in, in mind, then uh, I think the end product is bound to be an engaging article, right? So probably this is what has helped us because each and every article that has been posted on Varsity is well thought through, right? So you you first of all place the person on a clean state. You assume he doesn't know anything. He or she wouldn't know anything. And, and dump down all the content, right? So forget about all the jargons, forget about all the uh, uh, complex financial theories, uh, the so-called high priests of finance talk about. So talk, talk about it like the way you're explaining it to your mother or your, you know, uh, someone in your family with a lot of patience. And, and when you do that, uh, I think what, what happens is uh, the article turns out to be engaging and a uh, person would be engrossed. And, and that eventually results in a, you know, a higher time spent on, on the website and all those other metrics. And Karthik, I mean, just to give some numbers, I mean, you have 12 to 13 modules on the site. There are about 20 to 30 articles. Uh, so it's yeah. almost like a 300 plus articles now available in English and Hindi. Right. And a lot of the initial writing, I think, was pretty much entirely done by you. Yeah. Um, uh, and talk us through that, you know, how, how see, writing this kind of uh, long form in a consistent basis is like many, many books put together and True. it cannot happen unless you have a deep sort of passion uh, yeah. for the, for the subject. So to pass to the question, how did you sort of uh, develop this passion uh, for, for finance and how did you then go about taking this 
and the discipline of making it very simple in in writing and communicating it to a larger audience yeah. i think one common ground with uh, all of us here at zaroda is uh, we've all been attracted and uh, fascinated with the stock markets we continue to uh, be fascinated with the stock markets capital markets in india not just from now but uh, i think the core team has a collective experience of uh, roughly about 15 16 years minimum uh, each one of them so i think uh, nitin has close to about 17 years and 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 uh, and and what keeps us going is the fact that we can look at the markets every day and still get fascinated with whatever is happening right so uh, so that's 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 where the passion stems from right it's 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 been about 15 odd years now and not a single day uh, till today have i been you know uh, bored to see what's happening in the market so every day is a new day and uh, there's so much to learn right so so the passion thing is uh, is uh, is is an ongoing affair right so and 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 the good thing about stock markets is whatever you learn you can very easily validate and and things that you can validate quickly uh, you know your your passion tends to become stronger right so um, at least from uh, our experience so so the passion part was always there uh, and the thing is uh, your second question on uh, how did uh, we make this so simple uh, to readers Uh, i think that's uh, a little bit uh, from my own personal experience uh, i've i've been a very bad student uh, right throughout my life i've i've struggled to learn things very easily uh, you know uh, right from my engineering to postgraduate uh, degree so i've always if if there was someone who could understand a concept within 5 minutes or 10 minutes i would take 3 4 days to understand that so i've been i've been a very slow learner i've been a very slow uh, Uh, been a, a rather subpar sub uh, you know uh, a bad student per se so when when i wanted to put up content i don't know if it's good or bad but i assumed everyone's like me everyone takes time to understand nobody you know very few people can understand things quickly right so i made that assumption and and i ex- and i tried to explain things like the way i would explain to myself right so which which and and probably that Uh, you know uh, that also explains why the long form right so so yeah so i've i've kept these two things in perspective and and try to churn out the articles and, uh, and and probably the simplicity comes based on my you know uh, academic experience so uh, kartik when did we start uh, varsity november 4 2014 was when we are to the world uh, but uh, work had started in on uh, sometime around may uh, 2014 and uh, did you build it organically article by article or did you take a big yeah. thing and you said now it's live you know so we built it uh, article by article so as i mentioned we started in may 2014 so from may to about uh, november i i took time to build about two modules right which is the basics of stock market and uh, technical analysis uh, and then i was halfway through uh, the third module and we decided it's time to go live uh, and uh, and and we announced to the world saying that look there's a website like this a portal like this from where you can start learning about uh, uh, about various topics related to market so we didn't want to put out a site which had uh, very little uh, very few articles because um, we thought that the uh, person may lose interest if he doesn't see a good amount of uh, content so so there was some preparation time and then we uh, you know introduced it to the world but uh, but yeah so each module was built article by article and in 2015 is the inflection point of zero that roughly yeah 2015 2016 so all these uh, yeah so you guys just came just a little before and uh Zero does zero brokerage inflection point happened at that point of time, and did did Varsity take off along with it, or did it take off slower? What do you see about your content? Yeah, so no, my uh, the the articles the uh, you know Varsity as a product, uh, it has always had uh, you know uh, a steady uh, increase in viewership. It didn't happen overnight, although the day we launched. uh something spectacular happened a colleague of mine satya satya sarangi so he put up this link on hacker news saying that uh, look there's a free resource to learn technical analysis 
so on this was on november 4th itself the day we launched and uh, and it's, it's very difficult to get something uh, you know sticky on the home page of hacker news uh, if if a link stays there for about half an hour or so it's considered commendable uh, but this one stayed for four hours and that gave us close to about 20000 uh, you know users from different parts of the world right so that was uh, that was a phenomenal start to uh, varsity and from then on uh, you know uh, we've had a steady growth uh, in terms of viewership in terms of page views and uh, you know uh, and all the other metrics but what really helped uh, varsity was actually this lockdown right so uh, the, the numbers just tripled uh, this year yeah so the numbers just tripled and across all metrics so so yeah so uh, but we've had uh, you know a steady viewership steady uh, you know increase in all the metrics you know whatever metrics you want to track i think one of the key differentiating factors also is that it's not just the content but it's also the community that you've managed to create True. 100000 questions that people have which have been answered so how do you go about that because this is everyone's dream you know high quality content and then a very yeah. engaged audience it's almost like kora in that sense you know it's a, where the community now takes it yeah. upon itself to sort of add value to what you've created yeah. how did that happen so uh, so when we decided to uh, when we were debating about uh, how to put up content right so there were uh, two possible paths that we could take one is an article form the other one was uh, videos right so at that point we didn't really have uh, the uh, the bandwidth to uh, get into video production and, and and the elaborate process so that was that wasn't really uh, a path that we would take then we decided about uh, the article form of uh, the product right and then uh, uh, we realized that you just put up uh, an article and leave it open to people to read uh, that would be uh, an incomplete product because uh, once uh, especially with something to do with financial uh, you know financial products so we wanted a place where people could come and ask their queries and uh, and the moment we decided to include a query section uh nitin uh, you know uh, the ceo founder of zerada he was very keen he, he made it very clear that if we have a place to you know uh, users to submit queries it wouldn't make sense if we you know let the user wait for you know a day or two to get his answers queries uh, you know uh, answers uh, replied to so so it was very clear that we are going to be super active on this particular part which is uh, the query section and uh, you know get back to the users on whatever query they have asked uh, within a matter of few hours and and it's been so from that day till now and and it's going to be like that uh, for a long time that i foresee right so the key there is to uh, the key to build a community is to is to ensure that you give back uh you know give back your replies uh, support those uh, comments discuss with with the participants uh you know in a fairly high frequency uh, manner so without that uh, i think uh, users are going to lose their uh, lose interest and uh, won't come back to your site they'll they'll probably go somewhere else to seek their answers karthik uh opening up to community okay and i've been in multiple boardrooms <laughs> i think since mm-hmm. 20 years uh trying to be the young person now not so to try to <laughs> tell people open it up open it up yeah. and yeah. Uh, most of the time two three queries come up okay by yeah. a lot of people number one you are trying to say we will not control who will speak what i say mm-hmm. yeah then they ask <laughs> what if they speak bad about us then <laughs> what and what if competition comes in and talks to my customers on my website so all these are valid boardroom queries i leave it up to you because i have miserably failed in trying to answer them yeah. uh what is your thinking behind it how do you mitigate or allow or try and solve for these seemingly insolvable problems uh, so i think uh, thankfully we don't have a boardroom in zerada so these <laughs> <questions>. <laughs> 
<laughs> so they, if you want great content, demolish the boardroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think these questions never came up. So, in fact, we we love it when uh, you know uh, people talk back, people ask all sorts of questions because that's a place for us to learn. So, and uh, I think one of the reasons for the success of Zeroda today is because. Uh, we've opened up multiple channels where we can interact with customers and they give valuable feedback right and and you would take those feedback and uh, you know uh, uh, see how you can improve your product it could be the you know trading terminal it could be your back office it could be your mobile app uh, you know whatever platform so this is this i think this people should really embrace they should open it up uh, and and yeah you'll get all sorts of uh, junk once in a way but that's a part of the uh, you know game so you can't really avoid that uh, we've had uh, competition coming in uh, posting all sorts of things we politely said uh, no uh, and and uh, moderated such comments uh, we've had uh, also so spam coming in in terms of uh, you know uh, marketing their own services and uh, uh, other things so yeah so the, you need to clean it up once in a way but that's just a small part of the entire uh, uh you know things so largely you look at it as a place where you you can interact with your customers and uh, get active feedback and uh, just to add to that jaim uh, so I, i you know as as i mentioned we've had close to about 100000 queries uh, you know asked on this all of them have been answered without asking the person whether is a customer of zeroda or not so we don't really have a login there so i i need not even know who you are uh, you know when you post a query for me all that matters is your query and and the reply that we would give back to you so we don't want to know who you are we don't want to know want to know your email id we don't want to know your name we don't want to know your uh, mobile number we don't even want to know your ip address you post a query and if we know the answer we'll reply back to that and karthik for the most part since the start in 2014 it was largely you who was yeah. doing the writing who was doing the answering and it's only yeah. now that you've sort of expanded the team and of course the content now is available in hindi yeah. also correct yeah. so how was it i mean to be there maintaining this sort of daily discipline yeah. day after day yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, for years yeah. rajesh uh, i think uh, even today it's just uh, me who's kind of who's putting up the content on varsity uh, so so but yes i do have Uh, we do have a small team uh, which helps in replying to hindi queries because my hindi is terrible i can't uh, you know i can't really communicate well in hindi so i have a colleague of mine who helps me reply to hindi queries and uh, we have uh, uh, a translator who helps us translate content uh, what was written in english to hindi again we were very picky about uh, choosing a translator because we wanted a translator who would who's not only good in hindi but also uh, understands the market so it took us a time a bit of time to figure out the right translator but we did manage to uh, find one and uh, we have uh, uh, you know two people uh, you know uh, developing the uh, uh, the mobile app and one person for illustration right all the illustrations that you see on uh, on on the uh, on the mobile app and varsity so this is the team so this is this is how much uh, how many of us uh, it's a very lean team it's a tight team and like any other product uh, you know teams in azeroda so so you're talking karthik india's largest uh, financial website is all of 1 vp and 2 3 vp 2 3 vp that's it yeah that's it and uh, jaimi this is is exactly how all the products are run within azeroda right so if you look at uh, you know our uh, mutual fund distribution platform i think we've got close to about uh, 600000 crores of uh, mutual fund distributed so there are three people behind it one developer and three people to support the activity so back office something similar we are coming up with a loan against securities platform same story right the one developer two three uh, support people and uh, you know that's that's about it so pretty much all uh, you know uh, products are built on similar ethos very very lean team i know kailash talks uh, kailash nadu your cto talks a lot about full stack developers this is the right. first time i'm seeing full stack contenters <laughs> <laughs> yeah so 
So I think the good part about this is if you have the right people who are extremely passionate about what they're doing, they end up owning that piece, right? And once you own that piece, you will do whatever to ensure it's running smoothly and the right things are done, right? So all, all products are uh, built on the same ethos. We have, uh, I mean, uh, think of them as uh, mini CEOs taking care of that product, right? So that's what uh, is happening here as well, right? So, uh, all these are mini products with, with one, one or two people managing the show and they have uh, complete ownership of that. And, and they know what is the right thing to do for the customers. And one another interesting innovation that you've done on, on, on Zero Da Varsity is uh, Rupee Tales. Oh, yeah. It's it. so, uh, yeah. Tell us about that. So uh, Rupee Tales is, uh, it was an interesting uh, experiment. Uh, so I was uh, talking to my uh, daughter. She was seven years old then. And she was trying to ask, what is it that I do in life? Right. So and 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 uh, of course she knew she knows all my uh, colleagues. So you know we are, we are like a big family. Everyone knows everyone. So she was trying to figure out what does Nitin do? What does Kala do? What do you guys do? And uh, and she found it very uh, you know um, intriguing. And and for all the you know articles and uh, you know uh, content that I put up out there, I was unable to answer her. I was I found it really difficult to explain what stock markets are, what saving is, what uh, uh, you know banking is, what is an insurance. So I found it really tough. And uh, the next day, I was uh, chatting with uh, people here in office, and I told them about this conversation that I uh, had with uh, my daughter. And suddenly, uh, we thought maybe we should come up with a series of books which explains, you know, uh, basics of finance to uh, children. Right, and that sparked the uh, interest. And I said, "Let me give this a shot." Right. Uh, so I, I uh, we decided on five important topics: uh, savings, banking, insurance, taxation, and uh, the stock markets, of course. So we identified these five elementary, basic concepts of finance, and uh, I, I wrote small little stories. Uh, you know. Uh, trying to explain these concepts to children. So the, the entire emphasis is on the story. But if you, uh, the idea was if, if the kid sits through the story, then uh, the kid would probably know what insurance is at the end of it. So without really directly talking about insurance, just to convey the concept. So, and, uh, you know, we, I, we were extremely lucky to find uh, this gentleman called Tarun Andrews, who's, who's done brilliant illustration. So very vibrant, very colorful illustration. So, so that that makes the book uh, very engaging, right? And uh, so we printed about uh, 10, 15,000 copies. We uh, all of them got sold out, and uh, we've we've now put this up for free. Uh, anybody can download and uh, read through the stories. We didn't want to charge for the books, but there was a physical, uh, you know, the printing charge, the courier charge. So there was some cost involved. So, uh, so yeah, we were forced to sell it at a at a cost, but otherwise, I think knowing Zerada, we would have probably put this up for free. So, yeah, that's that too at zero. <laughs> zero. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, uh, when you guys are doing the varsity website and it's doing very well, um, yeah. I was very curious why would you need one more app? In any case, we have a lot of apps, blah, blah, blah. And the website runs fairly nice on the mobile. Everything is great. What is the real reason for an app that you saw that prompted you to say, okay, because I know you guys culturally try and do less. uh, The kind of UI you guys do and the kind of philosophy that you guys tend to follow seems to be largely frugal. The app in my mind to a lay person, obviously, seems yeah. a little bit of an extravaganza. Can you explain? Yeah, so uh, there were two reasons for this. One is, uh, see, we, we saw that there was a lot of, uh, you know, adoption for uh, trading on the mobile app, right? Although we have a extremely uh, beautiful uh, browser-based, uh, you know, terminal, uh, there's more and more adoption for uh, doing things on your mobile, right? And, and this was a constant... Uh, request from our users as well, saying that uh, 
we want a dedicated app on uh, on uh, for varsity as well so a colleague of mine uh, came up with this uh, concept of how we can gamify things and uh, you know uh, uh, put up the app uh, uh, gamify things and uh, you know add a lot more elements on on an app uh, as opposed to the website and and cater and you know cater to the younger generation audience the millennials basically so we found that idea interesting and uh, what we've done with the app is uh, we've taken the long form content without compromising on uh, the content itself we've broken it down into bite sized pieces right so one article is broken down into five cards and uh, you know you're sitting in the bus or you know you're waiting for a friend of yours you can swipe through five cards and you're done with an article right and and we've also broken down the entire module into three different chunks uh, called the basic intermediate and uh, advanced and we've also included certificates and quizzes and all those other uh, you know uh, elements on the app so that makes uh, so which which probably uh, would have been a clunky experience on the website right and and the fact that you can carry varsity on on your phone and uh, you know it works beautifully on the app was was an incentive for us to uh, attempt this and and it's done fairly well right certificates can you explain yeah. a bit about certificates and why do you think those are interesting uh so okay for some reason i think indians love certificates <laughs> right so everybody wants a certificate right? I, i just threw yeah. away a big file of mine with all my certificates since i was probably not even born <laughs> yeah so indians love certificates i think i don't know if it's an indian thing or a general uh, human behavior so uh, but it's a nice way to validate what what you've achieved right and uh, so we we decided to have uh, certificates for varsity as well so for each each of the modules and uh, and we made it a little tough to get that certificate we didn't want anyone and everyone to get the certificate and dilute its value so we we put in a bit of a challenge there so like i just explained there are three levels within the app so you have to and each level is followed by a quiz so that the, so you know a kind of uh, an academic rigor here so you need to get a certain uh, amount of mark in each of the quizzes so all three quizzes you need to have cleared with a certain mark only then the certificate unlocks and the certificate itself uh, is a elaborate uh, you know a 30 40 question uh, time bound uh, you know set of questions you need to have uh, you know uh, uh, at least 70 uh, 70 marks is a cut off 70% as a cut off so only then you get get the certificate only then the certificate is issued so uh, so that's how we designed and to our surprise uh, especially this year with all the lockdown we issued close to about 30000 odd certificates right so together in all uh, from the time you started i think we have closed about 45000 certificates so so yeah so i think probably that explains uh, Uh, you know um, humans and the need to be certified i think it was it's a phenomenal platform that you've created and i know a lot of people listening would probably or watching would probably say that look this is a great idea to apply to other verticals you know whether it is sales tech or martech or you know different forms uh uh i i can think of applications for marketing technology mm-hmm. and so if there were some do's and don'ts from your learnings over the past 6 uh, plus years that what are uh, how do you go about both on the content side community side while you've explained a lot of things are there some learnings which you have I, are you doing some things maybe differently now versus when you had begun no uh, our philosophy has remained the same uh, rajesh from the day we started till today uh, the philosophy has been that you know you pick see each each domain has several different uh, you know uh, topics uh, that make up the domain for example if you're talking about the stock markets then there is uh, you know fundamental analysis there's technical analysis there's futures there's options and risk management and and what not right so these are all sub topics within the domain so you need you need to ensure that you pick a sub topic and break it down and sequence the whole content in a you know very uh, user friendly and in a in a layman term right so the simplification is the key and 
and it's extremely important to let the user visualize the sequence in which he's learning right so that you you lay down a learning path and say this these are the things that you will learn uh, this is where you start and this is where you have to uh, you know uh, go through this, this is the path so you laying down that path is extremely important putting up content on a regular basis is extremely important so and and if you if the users see that there is no activity then uh, they are going to forget about your portal they are not going to come back to learn more so putting up regular content is extremely important being uh, you know uh, uh, making sure that uh, you respect each and every query uh, without really judging uh, the person is extremely important again so no question is bad or uh, you know good uh, so you treat all of them with the same uh, respect and and you know you you reply to those queries and uh, yeah i think these are and, and most importantly you need to have a passion for this right so it's it's best if if the entire thing is managed by one or two people uh, because the more people you have uh, you know the 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 style in which the content is presented may change and uh, which may not be a, a great thing for the readers right so if it is just one or two people managing then there is a certain language there is a certain connect that will get established and uh, and managing the whole piece and giving it a very personal touch is uh, easier right so so and people should know that there is a human behind this and not really uh, you know machine generated articles and and, and replies great great uh, advice and yeah. which which brings me to one key question uh, how did you fall in love with the markets <laughs> i think anybody who falls in love with the markets uh, i uh, you know probably start with the same intention of uh, which is to make quick money <laughs> right so you you every almost everyone i've spoken to you know they they get into markets thinking that it's very easy to make money very easy to uh, you know uh, uh, double your money and uh, you know you come with all those grand plans uh but the grand master that this uh, that's the market itself has different plans for you so then you need to start questioning yourself and uh, start figuring out why things have gone wrong and and the more you learn the more you try to uh, you know uh, the more dimensions open up within the markets and and and, and if you're really passionate you can continue uh, the journey and and you know seek different answers so i am on that path uh, for, for 15 years i'm still learning i'm still extremely fascinated with the markets uh, although that uh, intention of making quick money has gone so i i no longer look for uh, such things because i know it is not possible and uh, and yeah so so that, that was the trigger but that's no longer the trigger now uh, the fact that i can uh, learn new things uh, and and help several thousands of them uh, you know uh, understand uh, markets in a similar way that that keeps me going yeah actually <laughs> i i got so many questions in my head right now and um, i can see the blueprint of what i explained earlier how did i get my back side so red <laughs> 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 yeah i think in many ways um, um a kind of a monk like approach to trying to solve this saying that keeping the consumer first and trying to solve what he does next but sometimes it does gets um uh, and i'm tempted to ask this question and prove my stupidity when i ask this question that sales keep certain pieces of content or certain sections seem to do better than others a do you follow that do you understand why and b again and this is my stupidity talking and typical marketer if people tend to like certain things let's do more of that versus trying to still do uh what is right so the, uh, sometimes there is a dichotomy there is a yeah. there is a choice between the two and most marketers love that data but that data allows you to also do more of the same and do you do you have these temptations do you block these temptations do you look at the data do you actually succumb to these do they actually help i want to understand some of that uh, first of all apart from the broad metrics that that you know we, i shared with you guys we don't track any other metrics on uh, varsity right so i don't uh, you know uh, 
I don't look at which article is doing better and which one is not. For me, all those articles are my babies, and I and I love them all with the same, you know, uh, uh, in the same amount. So I don't differentiate with, uh, you know, between articles, and so so I, therefore I don't track any of those metrics. So nor is there any pressure from anyone else in the company saying that, you know, why don't you track metrics and uh, tell me which one's doing the more better and and we'll try and develop more content on that area. There's zero pressure in that way, right? So uh, so we don't track that. And I, but how, having said that, I know uh, that certain modules within uh, Varsity have done much better than, uh, you know, the other modules because these are, uh, you know, topics that market participants love, right? So that's what makes them think that, uh, uh, it will unlock the potential of making a quick buck in the market. So, uh, so yeah, it's, it's such articles, such uh, topics tend to do well. But uh, we put it up out there because uh, because it's a core part. It's a very uh, integral part of the stock markets, and and you cannot have a portal uh, without these articles in place. So for that reason, we put up. Uh, but yeah, so. Uh, but we, we give equal importance to each and every uh, topic uh, related to markets. And uh, we don't really differentiate between uh, modules or articles. Karthik, when you look ahead, I'm sure now the temptation would be perhaps to make videos, probably more languages, etc. So what's the thinking yeah. going forward? You've got the uh, fantastic foundation. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. India is, of course, people are coming in from all places in India, yeah. other yeah. languages. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so people who can't probably even want, don't want to read so much and maybe uh, more so, visual. Yeah. How do you think? So, about uh, okay. So as far as languages is concerned, it really depends on the translator. Uh, like I mentioned, uh, you know, we, we were lucky enough to find a good translator to translate uh, English to Hindi. If we do manage to get a passionate translator who, who not only knows the language well, but also understand markets, we may consider other languages, but uh, but that's not a priority as of now, because we've got English and Hindi, uh, which covers a lot of audience in India. Uh, there, there is a huge amount of requests for videos that, uh, that that's coming in. Uh, but then uh, we are right now at a point where we are thinking about the best way to make this video. Uh, you know, it's, it, I don't know if this can be a long form video because uh, it's, it's against uh, a lot of perceptions that long form video uh, doesn't uh, work. So trying to find, uh, figure out uh, the best way to do this. Uh, having said that, I've got a, a fair bit of structure for the video content. Uh, I'm working on it. Uh, but probably sometime next year, we will consider producing these videos as well. We are talking to partners, talking to uh, you know, uh, people who can do this for us. And uh, next year, probably we'll have uh, video content for Varsity, not for everything, but for key topics. So I'm, I'm really excited about that. And uh, that's something I look forward to in 2021, actually. Yeah, actually you're right. Videos tend to allow somebody to communicate with far more uh, passion in some true. sense. True, true, true. So yeah, even we used to see a lot of uh, demand for some of the videos that we were yeah. creating. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm with you. So no matter, you also have a podcast, right? We have a Zero the Educate podcast. Okay. Right, yeah. How is that doing? How is that, uh, do you think that's it's, picking it's up? Doing, uh, it's doing fairly well. Uh, what we've done there was uh, what we've done there is uh, we don't really uh, produce podcast podcasts like the way we are you know uh, uh, doing right now. These are all webinars that we've done in the past uh, with with uh, you know uh, prominent people from the industry, and we've converted that to uh, we stripped off the video and uh, converted that to a uh, audio file, right? So and put it out there as podcast. Although we are uh, you know focusing on uh, exclusive podcast the uh, you know off late uh, it's done fairly okay uh, I, I think we need to put in a lot more efforts there uh, to make it uh, you know more and and distribute it well so yeah. probably next year that will happen as well and uh, just a little off track rain matter as a part of zero has also invested in fin shots 
that's right yeah correct and finshot is doing some really good work really oh, good those work guys are, those yeah yeah those guys are doing extremely well uh, i love those guys the kind of content they put up uh, extremely beautiful and then and and so much love comes from uh, different qual you know quarters of the country uh, thanking finshots uh, for whatever content they put so and, and yeah so finshot finshots is doing some really cool work yeah i know and when i have to i'll be very honest when i first took it up i thought ye thoda sa snackable in india we are trying to look at it and am i as it so good and i was one of the uh, skeptical subscribers uh, in many ways but it has pretty much blown me away is there uh, 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 do you have any role over there do you speak do you guide or is it no. on their own and what is they're, it that is making them tick and yeah, move they are they are completely on their own uh, we have uh, you know uh, invested a small amount of money in finshots uh, and uh, but but they don't talk to us we don't expect them to talk to us about uh, what sort of content they put up so they again those guys are very passionate and um, and it, it's driven by a couple of them on the content side and uh, and they know what's best for their customers and they just do that so but initially uh, you know before we invested uh, we opened a varsity uh, app for them where they would put out content on in their name uh, as pin shots uh, on on uh, varsity app so varsity app has this section called the wall where you could post short articles short content and that gets pushed pushed as a notification so so we got extremely good response for their articles and uh, and that was one of the deciding factors for uh, before uh, you know we uh, took the decision to invest in them and and it's done phenomenally well yeah it has and, uh, yeah. and rightly so and proudly so i would uh, yeah. i would say <laughs> finally good content in finance that i yeah. and my daughter who's 18 both read together and that's nice. that's pretty much yeah. rare no nice nice i know i know, I know. so what is the next frontier you said video but Correct. is there a is there some next frontier for varsity is there a more temptation to put off more topical content because at yeah. every point of time somebody wants to understand what is happening Correct. right now like for Correct. for example right now for some reason the nifty is at their all time high and i don't think yeah. any one of us are able to really decipher yeah. it so the the temptation to put more and more topical versus more and more classical yeah how do you balance these two uh i think what we will continue to do is uh, you know put out these classical content because the uh, the original idea for varsity was and is uh, to have one portal where all the content related to markets are available to the reader right so uh, so we've covered covered close to about 11 different topics and i think there are at least four more that needs to go in so so it's it's not done till those topics are covered right so once that is established maybe uh, that's the time where we will have to take a call on what is the next uh, step for uh, varsity but as of today it's just about putting up more content Uh, the classical content uh, and and help our uh, audience uh, you know be a better pocket participant one question uh, i think um, this is perhaps taking it a little more wider is that uh, worldwide and it's not just in india but even in the us we've seen a lot of people sort of newcomers like you said your own traffic is up uh, substantially yeah. on the trading side and on the varsity side or new people entering the market um, right was a lot of them with the hope that uh, they'll double their money quickly um true now true. if they were if 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 you had to give advice and if you had to direct them to which sections of of varsity they should begin with to get a better understanding so it's you know otherwise if there's a little downtrend you know you get burned and then you sort of go away and that's not sure. the right thing to do you got to think of it from a long term investing approach yeah yeah a what would be your advice and b what would be the starting modules on varsity that they could actually look at so uh, see if if the person knows really nothing about markets and he is um, 
starting on a clean uh, slate, then I would highly recommend module number one, which is basics of stock market, which will explain uh, everything that you need to know before uh, before you could even punch in your first transaction, right? Right from as basic as who the stock market, uh, who uh, a stock broker is, who the regulators are, uh, how are stocks uh, settled, how, what is the clearing and settlement procedure, what is a trading terminal, what is a dividend, what is uh, you know a bonus, and things like that, right? Uh, so all those topics are covered in the first module. I would suggest a person uh, starts, uh, you know, start from that very module and get a basic understanding of the ecosystem of the stock markets, right? So once you're comfortable with that, there are two directions you can uh, take. Uh, you can try to be an investor uh, where you buy and hold stocks for uh, a slightly longer term uh, perspective. I would highly recommend that approach to markets. Uh, you know, after all the things that I've experienced, I think that's what makes sense. Uh, and and uh, if that's of interest, then you know, learning something like the fundamental analysis uh, module will help. Uh, but if the person want, is more inclined towards active trading, where he would want to take a positions and uh, you know hold it for a few days and sell it off and try to make a profit. Uh, then, then that's a different world altogether. Uh, that would involve him. Uh, that would require him, uh, him or her, to read about uh, technical analysis, uh, futures, and options. Uh, but my sincere advice: these are uh, advanced, uh, you know, financial instruments. Not easy to learn, but if you do manage to learn, uh, it can be uh, a, a good, uh, you know, instrument to deal with. But, but it takes time and the loss of uh, capital when dealing with these instruments is very high. So you need to exercise uh, extreme amount of caution, right? So, so, but yeah, trading, active trading is what interests you, then that's, that's the world you need to enter. It's interesting what you're saying, Karthik. I think towards the end and we've, I wish I could have had much more time, but we also want yeah. to keep it at one hour, <laughs> and that also is, I think, stretching imagination on a lot of people. <laughs> Our first hippo brain was one and a one or forty minutes or something. Then we wow. went to ninety minutes. Then we said, okay, thoda sa cutte. Then we said, nahi, nahi, one hour mein khatam karo. <laughs> so my last one, and I don't want to let go of this. The zero the success story and a very quick one. I have very little time. Mm. Lots has been spoken about it. A lots has been dissected, understood, blah, blah, everything. I just wanted to understand one thing because I tend to believe that you guys all seem to talk in a certain manner. What is the little bit of, is culture the differentiator and is there an angle to this? I, I think we all have somewhat similar by you know backgrounds and and we are all good you know uh, good friends we we have our families know each other we, we you know uh, uh, i think when you tend to spend so much time with one another uh, within work outside work uh, you all we, we kind of tend to uh, you know uh, build the same ethos and that's probably uh, a reflection of that right so the way we speak the way we uh, do things it's, it's probably a reflection of that so so yeah <laughs> and i think uh, one sort of question from my side kartik i think that um this is in a way your sort of uh, third stint at zerodha uh, right. and then you started probably 15 years ago so, you yeah. came back and yeah this one looks like for keeps. I mean, in terms of a long. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I keep telling people I'm here till I retire unless I'm kicked out. <laughs> <laughs> so I think in in some ways, uh, mm -hmm. uh, uh, what the the point you just said, you know, the, the reflection on the uh, on the team and the culture. I think it's a great way to to build a business. And having seen the success of Zerodha, are is there any two or three learnings for sort of entrepreneurs? We are seeing a great boom in entrepreneurship yeah. in India. You've seen, uh, uh, you've been part of the sort of core team for a long time. You've seen its success right from the early days through yeah. any key takeaways for entrepreneurs building out businesses. 
I, I probably uh, am not the right guy to uh, talk about entrepreneurship because I've tried entrepreneurship and I've miserably failed myself. So uh, I've not had great success there, but, uh, but I see, uh, you know, uh, my team members, Nitin especially, uh, working so hard and I work with him closely. I see him uh, you know, uh, very regularly. So I, one thing that I've learned from him, and, and he's a very successful entrepreneur himself. So one thing that I see and learn from him is uh, his commitment and passion for work, right? So everybody sees Zeroda as a 10-year-old story, but it's actually, uh, I think, a 30-year-old story now because uh, he's worked at least 20 years before um, uh, before starting Zeroda. So he exactly knew what problems uh, Zeroda is going to solve. He had a plan and he stuck to the plan, right? So, uh, and, and everything else that happened was uh, improvisation uh, based on the market situation, the customer's demands and, and, and requests that came in. Uh, but the point is uh, you need to be passionate. You need to know what you're solving for and, and, and uh, you need to have uh, a real, uh, you know, uh, uh, there has to be a real problem and you need to, you know, you, you need to find a way to solve that. So you can't invent, invent problems and try to build a solution around that. And so that won't fly. Right? So, great, great inputs. And I think it's been yeah. a fascinating uh, conversation, Karthik. I think yeah. hopefully, uh, I think uh, this conversation will inspire a lot of people to take content and community seriously while building out a business. I think, and you've, you've shown, given a lot of inputs on how thanks, to thanks, do it's, things. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's a pleasure and honor to be on the HippoBrain uh, podcast. Uh, thanks for having me over, both of you. Over to you, Jamit. Yeah, I think it's, uh, it's, it's one of the things that you, I, I do believe a lot in content and I do hope that I have a passion for content. But I think what Karthik today tried to explain to us is how you have to have that passion for that topic, passion for that consumer and the ability to actually solve his issues. I'll just give you something from my experience and I, I don't know, this this uh, this hippo brain interview has practically made me far worthless in the job market while I'm admitting so many of my own shortcomings. Let me tell you a few things. In 2010, we did a lot of work on SEO on the broking space and we were doing pretty, pretty reasonably good on a lot of key keywords that we researched, this, that, everything, we were ranking very well. Zero those varsity, I dare say, does not do well on SEO. It does we, not. No, no, Karthik? We've, we've never done any SEO there. Correct. So it's, it's done nothing on SEO. It never was on my radar as competition for SEO. It just came up from back. So... A lot of us marketers get very excited with these metrics. They, we get very excited with what is doing well, what is not doing well. We get very excited with these newfangled SEO tools, etc. So I probably understood and I built a team that understood everything about SEO and finance. And we were probably easily one of the best. Yeah. We still got our butts whipped. Purely because on the other side was somebody who refused to look at it and said, no, let me understand what the consumer wants and forget all of that. I am passionate about this. I am fascinated about this. I want to genuinely impart what I know in a way that helps him. And the big piece, I will start listening to the consumer and allow him to write what he wants. Because whatever he wants, good or bad, is finally his voice. And that, if you solve for it, that's, that is everything put together. And yeah. we can all take our marketing degrees and our marketing brains and all of it. Yeah. And shove it up somewhere. It's about hippo brains and hippo brains, and we see it again and again. We got the beautiful guy at Hestia Customer Growth Officer. He's just explaining kuch nahi. I listen to the consumer. We got another guy, Saket, who talks about B2B sales. He says nothing. I write emails well, and that's what makes me awesome. Because when I speak to people, I try and understand what the real problems are. And that is my big learning today. Forget all the fluff, forget all of it. Make it Passionate, make it uh, what what uh, Karthik you said very interestingly. We are all fascinated by the market. We continue to be yeah. fascinated. We probably get passion, but can we bring that fascination to the table? And that is what makes me come every day and will make me do whatever it takes 
to make the consumer happy and i think it's been a crazy beautiful learning experience karthik uh, all of you at zeroda have taught all of us marketers how to do anything without having any marketing jargon brain or <laughs> anything thrust upon you or a marketing dollar you continue to inspire yeah. us thank you karthik thank you. thank you so much and you very beautifully summarized uh, all the conversation we've had <laughs> thanks and and thank you so much for uh, the opportunity to have Thank you and do subscribe and do like us and we put up a list of, of other <laughs> and other videos <laughs> that that are there and thank you guys yeah. bye thank you bye bye